0: We have Jada Lane, the manager of cardiology at St. Joseph's Candler. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Um, so we are talking about American Heart Month today. We wanted to have you on to kind of talk about a couple of things. First, we'll get started with you giving us a background of what your day-to-day is like managing all those cardiology departments.
1: Oh, wow. Um, so I have the Heart Hospital for cardiology. So we have um, the cath lab, electrophysiology. Um, non-invasive cardiology, and we have a pre- and post-op um, unit upstairs, which houses, like, um, our outpatients.
0: Yeah, and so if you could sum up the importance of raising awareness around heart disease, what would you say?
1: Um, so important to recognize the signs and symptoms of heart disease um, for emergency purposes and uh, for just being seen by your doctor to prevent any kind of um cardiac event in the future.
0: Yeah, and so when people come to your department, what kind of things are the most common? What kind of issues are the most common that you see?
1: Um, so I think for men and women, it's kind of different, especially for like um, emergency situations. I think we think of men and they have um, severe chest pain, like um, like there's an elephant sitting on their chest. They can't breathe. They're sweating, um, and I think we all think of that as. Um, the basic signs and symptoms um, of having a heart attack and women are very different. Um, so that can range from anything where it's not excruciating chest pain it's lower in the abdomen, nausea and vomiting, fatigue, um, jaw pain, neck pain, arm pain, um, shortness of breath and so and it's things that occur for us on a daily basis and so it's not necessarily an exertion so it's not necessarily when we're exercising or running it can be with daily task of, cooking or taking laundry up and down the stairs and you're short of breath. And so it's things that we don't really recognize as signs and symptoms of heart disease.
0: Yeah, and being used to jaw pain, it's right. things that we're experiencing any day of the week. Right. So when should someone say, this is, this is not anything normal, I need to get to the hospital?
1: Well, I think um, you're the only one that knows if it's not normal. And lots of times when we have women on the table, when you ask them if they've had these symptoms, they're like, yes, and I knew something was wrong. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. So, um, so if you experience something different that is out of your norm, then you need to be seen.
0: Yeah. And so, from that moment, say you're in a place where you can't get yourself to the hospital, and you call an ambulance. What kind of things should you expect um, if you know that this is a heart event?
1: Oh, if you think you're having a heart attack, always call nine one one. Don't drive yourself to the hospital. Call nine one one. When EMS gets there, they'll they'll do an EKG and determine whether you know um, you're having a heart attack an active heart attack or not um, they'll get you to the hospital Um, and depending on whether it's an active heart attack or not um, lots of times we can bypass the emergency department get you straight into the cath lab Um, or if you need to to go to the emergency department and be seen there and then go to the cath lab we can do that as well
0: so from beginning to end there's a whole system in place that'll start from the moment they find out it's your heart yes Okay. Um, for women, is are there things that they should know that might be more common when it comes to women in heart health?
1: Um, just those really, like I said, just abnormal things that you don't think of being um, symptoms of heart disease.
0: Could you kind of explain the, the differences in AFib versus a heart attack? Oh, yes.
1: Um, so that's more of our electrophysiology department. So a, any kind of arrhythmias um, go through like our... Um, electrophysiology department so yes you can have um so really heart attacks are more blockages than anything else and so um afibs are um are any kind of um abnormal um heartbeats that you're having.
0: Okay. And so for men, what are the symptoms we talked, you talked about an elephant sitting on your chest. Are there any other symptoms or issues that could be in men or just in general?
1: They could have the same symptoms. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just more likely that they have crushing chest pain.
0: Yeah. And so part of your department is the cath lab. So can you kind of explain what that is?
1: Yes. Um, So in the cath lab, um, we, we of course do outpatients and emergencies. Um, But those cath procedures have come a long way, but you're um, you're awake during the procedure, but we do um, give you some sedation, so you're kind of sleepy. But um, we go in through your wrist, n- normally through your um, radial artery, and go through your heart, um, and inject some dye and look at all your arteries and see what um, make sure there's no blockages or anything that needs to be fixed. So basically, we're going in through something the size of a spaghetti noodle to fix your heart. So it's really Um, it's really amazing, but we look, um, to see what is, if there's any blockages and we do fix those while we're in there, if we can through some, uh, with a balloon or a stent, um, and get those opened up. Um, really what we're trying to prohibit is anybody from having to go to open heart surgery if we can.
0: And so what are the instances that you would be going to a cath lab?
1: Um, if you are having a heart attack actively or, um, If you've had some non-invasive testing that shows that you could possibly have a blockage, um, then the definitive test is a heart cath.
0: Okay. And is that a painful procedure? What should people expect?
1: Um, No, it's not. Um, Mostly it's just the anxiety of not knowing what's going to go on. Yeah. Pretty much.
0: Yeah. Uh, So what are the kind of things people can do to avoid seeing you guys? (laughs)
1: Um, well, you know, um, of course, uh, you know, smoking, um, no, (laughs) um, you know, an active lifestyle, eating right, all those, all those things that we know that we're supposed to do. Um, and you can do all those things, but you're never going to outrun your family history, you know? So if you have a family history of heart disease, um, it's best to be seen, you know, by your doctor.
0: So tell me more about how people can feel if they get an appointment with any department within cardiology, if they have to come to you guys, what kind of things are detrimental or should be a cause for alarm?
1: Um, well, if they're seen as outpatient, um, really nothing alarming there. Um, we see uh, we see lots of outpatients um, every day of the week. Um, and like I said, I think it's just the stress and anxiety of not knowing what you're kind of walking into, but we do a lot of different testing um, and, and um, invasive procedures in the lab every day, Monday through Friday. Um, and, and then, of course, if you come in emergently, uh, that's, that's kind of a different story if the ambulance is bringing you in. But, um, of course, we're going to take very good care of you either way.
0: Yeah. Is there any call to action for people um, to educate themselves on heart issues, on heart health, or just any more um, activities they can do to make sure that they can keep healthy?
1: Yes. I can always go, um, you know, uh, online to look up, you know, heart health. Alrighty.
0: So we talked about the cat, the catheter procedure that mm-hmm. goes in through your wrist. If you do see blockage, what happens next?
1: Um, we go in, uh, with a wire and wire through that blockage. Um, and then go in with what we call a balloon or a stent. Um, and, um, so it's kind of like, um, your vessel is like a garden hose. That's, blocked off so nothing's going through there and so they go in with a balloon or a stent and blow that up so that the blood flow can get through there okay so
0: and so once they see the blockage how are they how is the wire handling that do you know like what exactly happens
1: um you're basically just trying to get a tiny I mean it's a tiny little wire Mm -hmm. (laughs) just trying to get it through there so that it has um the balloon or stent has a railway to kind of Follow through there. Um, And so that you can get it in there and then blow that balloon up. And then it pushes that stent up against the walls of the vessel to Mm -hmm. open it up.
0: What are some of the non-invasive procedures that you guys do?
1: Um, So we do, um, of course, EKGs, um, echocardiograms. Okay. non-invasive.
0: Yeah. Um, So heart disease in America, number one killer. Yes, absolutely. Is that... that is that something you can expand on and talk more about that? Do people know that?
1: I, I don't think we're educated enough on that, honestly.
0: Yeah. Is there something you would tell people who don't realize how important this issue is?
1: Any of the signs and symptoms that we talked about earlier, if you have any of those, you know, call 911 immediately.
0: Well, thank you, Jada, for joining us.
1: Absolutely. Thank you.